Game on! It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, welcome to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner. This is going to be our final episode of the winter sports season. So coming in is WDC Activities Director Norm Gallant. He's going to recap the winter sports season as a whole and even give us a little sneak preview into the spring sports season as well. Coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Up next on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant to wrap up the winter sports season. And Norm, I call this your victory lap, and uh, we'll let you take it here uh, as the Activities Director. Uh, a great winter for uh, Wadena Deer Creek. Yeah, it certainly was. And uh, like we talked about at the beginning, we had a great fall, and it just was a springboard into winter. Um, just can't say enough about our coaches and kids. We have We have a great group going through. Our, our coaches have established good programs, and uh, boy, it was fun. Everybody, uh, everybody had some success. Uh, uh, all of our sports uh, won a playoff game, except for for wrestling. But they had a much better year this year, and lots more numbers. So, um, yeah, and then you you can't really talk about our winter season without the run of our girls basketball team, the underdogs, and uh, just a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and let's start with that. The girls' basketball team, their season ended in the section final against Perham. But, uh, I mean, to go from the 11 seed and, you know, to even play well against Holly in that first-round match, we would have thought, all right, that's a nice little season for them. But then they win. Then they win against Pelican Rapids. And then they win against Thief River Falls to get to that point. I mean, uh, just you could just feel the energy build from that first playoff win all the way until last Friday with that section final game. Just uh, how fun of it was it seeing community kind of rally around around those girls. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, they, for, for years here, our girls have been, uh, right towards the top of the academic piece in the section in the state. And that really says what kind of kids they are. They're great in the classroom. They're great on the court. They're just really good young ladies. So we've seen this coming. Um, Jordan Cressup is just a phenomenal young man, does a great job with the basketball program. Uh, Jordan Anderson, Wendy Gravel, um, you know, they have just done a great job with this program and, and building that up. And um, so we were really close throughout the year. I, I know we we lost to Crookston by a couple, and we lost to uh, Pelican Rapids early in the season by a couple. And so, you know, we're right on the cusp, and then – just to take that step and see the confidence in the girls. And, you know, the, the cool thing about that is it was a different girl every night. One night it's Addie Gravel scoring 19. One night it's Maddie Karsten. Maybe it's Peyton Gravel getting 15 rebounds or, or um, Allie Pavick or Montana Karsten hitting a big three. So it was fun to see all of the different girls contribute. It was fun to see, um, you know, it was like the girls were on a string on defense. They just the switches that they made and the positions they were in. So it was just fun to see uh, kind of all of that work over the last few years kind of come to fruition and, and make a big run. And, you know, we're going to be back. Uh, he's got a lot of players back, and uh, we lose two awesome seniors in, in uh, Maddie Karsten and Allie Pavick, but there's a lot of really good girls coming and a lot of girls excited about uh, girls basketball at Wadena Deer Creek and you know I know that the preparation is going to be there and uh, um, 
you know, working with the kids the right way. And uh, it's just uh, it's a fun time to be a Wolverine girls basketball player for sure. Yeah, and like you mentioned, there's a lot of young girls in that program that are kind of growing together and getting this experience just huge for them as a kind of a motivator to get them through this summer and to keep pushing. And you mentioned the two seniors, Maddie Karsten and Allie Pavic. Uh, of course, Maddie uh, just recently announced where she was going to go play collegiately. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, she's going to go to the University of Minnesota Crookston to play volleyball, and that's always been her first love. And uh, obviously she was just a dominating force on the volleyball uh, floor and uh, she has just uh, I I've been around athletes for a long time I've been doing this a long time I've never seen uh, someone that's quite as driven or got the work ethic that uh, Maddie has and we've had a lot of great athletes uh, but to come back from two devastating knee injuries and and really she's stronger than ever she can jump out of the gym she works hard every day Um, she's going to be a good one at the collegiate level because uh, she's driven to be a good one so it'll be fun to see what she can do up there I know they've got a new coaching staff Um, they have uh, they had their most wins in a season for like five or six years, so they feel like they're building some good things up there, and and they got a good one. Maddie will Maddie will contribute right away. The Wadena Deer Creek to Crookston pipeline continues a little bit, I huh? Yes, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. They've been getting all of our best baseball players. I see uh, Jake Dykoff was just uh, NSIC pitcher of the week, and I saw Josh Dykoff at a home run up there. So yeah, they're getting they're getting some good ones and uh, some really great kids too. And so moving on from girls basketball, now we talk about boys basketball. Their season came to an end this week in Holly, but they had a playoff win, a home playoff game. Mm -hmm. They had 20 wins on the season. They had... um, uh, through the season we talked about earlier when you were last on about that day game with the whole student yeah. body. There was a lot of memorable moments for this year's boys basketball team. Yeah, really a great year. And, uh, you know, I really give Kevin a lot of credit. Kevin always, kids stick with the program. And that doesn't happen in every school. Um, you know, you might be down to two or three seniors. And that that's not a knock on anybody. That's just kind of the way basketball is. But Kevin's always been able to keep those kids. They want to be around the program, whether they're a starter or they're a kid that maybe gets in the last few minutes of every game. And uh, this year was no exception. I, I can't remember the exact number of seniors, but it was definitely more than we're starting. So um, I think five or six seven seniors and that's just a real credit to the way he runs his program kids want to be there and again Kevin's put in the work and and uh, he's one of the best relationship people I've ever been around Uh, he really works well with kids and kids like to be there and Alex Brockpoller the same way Ryan Elfring's been a great addition Uh, Ryan Nelson they've done a great job with that program so um, yeah 20 and what did we finish? 20 and 8, which most wins since 73, 74. So, wow. uh, you know, we're definitely on the right track. And again, another program with some really good kids coming back and look forward to some great things next year. And you had that game during the day that we talked about last month against Bertha Hewitt and uh, uh, that experience, uh, just another feather in the cap too. Yeah, it was a great, great thing. Um, our elementary kids were just buzzing. I talked to the elementary teachers, and they were excited uh, before the game. They were excited after the game, and and that just gets our kids. They know what it's. They know what it means to be a Wolverine, and uh, they know what what sports look like. And you know, I I know it was a basketball game, but it motivates those kids that want to wrestle, that want to 
play hockey, whatever, whatever it might be. They get to see uh, what a varsity contest looks like. And for some of our kids, that was their first experience ever at a game to see the big kids. And uh, like I said at the time, no, that's LeBron James and Michael Jordan out there to them. And uh, so it was really cool for the older kids and really cool for the younger kids. And what an environment. It was loud. It was rocking. The kids were having fun. It was positive. Um, boy, I can't wait. So next year we're going to go down to Bertha and uh, I'm sure we'll fill the gym with, with their students and hopefully squeeze a couple uh, blue and golds in there too. And uh, we're going to host the uh, Henning Girls in, I think it's February 1st or 2nd next year on a Friday afternoon. So, and that's been, that's turned into a great rivalry. Um, you know, obviously HEP does a great job with the Henning program over there and and our girls have just kept chipping away, and we've upset them a couple times. So should be a great battle, and uh, looking forward to that next year too. Yeah, and, and you know, as we move into some other sports here, you talked about wrestling, a step in the right direction for them. You talk about the numbers getting a little bit bigger. Uh, how important is that for that program? It's huge. Um, you know, what what's really happened is we're getting into those second and third generation wrestlers, which um, we kind of ran out of for a little while. And, uh you know, I got to give a lot of credit to the guys down at the elementary level. The um, couple kids that wrestled when I was coaching, um, Paul Hunky, um, Tony Wegscheid, um, lots of others. I'm not trying to leave anybody out. Those two came to mind right away. But you get quality people like that that are, are turning out and giving them a good experience in the elementary. And that translates to high school. And obviously Brad and Ben are, are doing a nice job and all of their volunteers and stuff. Uh, but it really starts at that, that lower level. And this year we had 38 kids out for wrestling. We had five girls, which uh, obviously really excited about that. And we got Kobe and, and Faith into the state tournament and certainly looking for good things to happen in that program. A lot of kids are, are motivated to get kind of back to the good old days when we were competing to it for a section title and it's fun to have those kids in uh, um, I call them kids but those kids running the elementary program that that have had those experiences and and know what it takes to get kids to the top level and you mentioned uh, Kobe Andrews getting to the state tournament and Faith Koning as well but first let's talk about Kobe and as a senior and just how much he's meant to wrestling for Wadena Deer Creek and for him to cap off his career getting down to St. Paul yeah and, and Kobe's a kid that that really is a great example of, um, you know, you never give up on a kid and you you never, you don't judge a seventh grader for what he's going to be as a senior because uh, I was still coaching when Kobe was a, a seventh grader and he was uh, 113 pounds soaking wet and not very tall and not very, he wasn't a, a super trim kid at that point. And just every year I looked at a picture of him in ninth grade and he wasn't a big, huge kid. And Cripes, you look at him this year, and uh, he was he was ripped. <laughs> you know, he was a big old muscular kid, and uh, really put the time in and the work in, and uh, really developed into a, a great wrestler. And uh, always has been a great young man. Um, so the two kind of always go hand in hand. But he's put in the time and the work and developed physically to the point where where he was a force and unfortunately and and this is something I've been working on for many many years is we got to get back to or we have to get to a double elimination down there because kid works his tail off and and gets down there and loses to the number two ranked kid in the state five to three and is totally at the mercy of what that kid does the second round to even get a second match so unfortunately his career came 
came to an end with just one match down there, but uh, he can look back. Uh, I think he finished with 95 or 96 career wins and put in a lot of work and really has been a catalyst for kind of the, the uh, turnaround, getting our program headed back in the right direction. And for Faith Koning, the second WDC girls wrestler in as many years to get down to the state tournament, not only did she do that, she also had a pretty uh, remarkable story to get down there. Yeah, she uh, she's a she's a very athletic, strong girl, and uh, comes from a good wrestling family, so kind of had that mentality and that background. And um, yeah, then she qualified for a national rodeo thing last summer, and. Uh, Kind of had to do some fancy flying, but got in in time for the state tournament. Tournament didn't go probably as well as she would have liked to, for it to go, obviously. But, uh, you know, anytime you can qualify for the state tournament, you've done a great job. And, and she's got another year left. And the way girls wrestling is growing and changing, um, you know, it's not a guarantee, but she'll have a great shot of getting back down there next year. And um, we look forward for great things for her. And, and again, having Madeline down there and then Faith, uh, girls look at that and go, wow, that's a pretty cool activity. I, in fact, I just had a phone call about it today. How can we get more girls out? So uh, I think you're going to see that continue to grow and that, that program uh, get stronger and more girls become interested. Yeah, and it's really cool stuff happening with that program, especially for Koning because there's only one class for girls mm-hmm. wrestlers. So for her to do that, pretty remarkable Absolutely. as well. So uh, moving into to boys hockey, you know, they're a team that had a nice year for themselves as well. They got a playoff win, a dramatic double overtime playoff yeah. win, got to go down to the MAC, ran into a tough Alexandria team. But, I mean, still uh, a very nice season for Coach Woods and company. Oh, absolutely. You know, at, at one point I think we were ranked as high as – 16 or 17 in the state which is a a great accomplishment and um, just a real fine group of seniors Um, you know obviously the the highlights there would be uh, Cole Woods and and Connor Davis who both kind of led the team in scoring and a part of that good first line and everything else but so many others uh, the Sutherland boys and um, MJ and and Evan Lundy you know, Dalton Moyer, he was just a super hustle kid, great, great skater. Um, and again, these are the Wadena kids, at least, because we're obviously a co-op, but, you know, I got to coach these kids, a lot of them in football, and just wonderful kids, coachable, um, you know, good people, and that, that translated to a great season. And Coach Woods, uh, obviously, uh, you probably heard by now he's he's stepped down, so we'll be uh, looking to fill those shoes. But Scott's a great coach, and and his staff, uh, Jason Murray, uh, Robbie Grendall, Paul Hagen, they have done just a great job with that program, and not only teaching them hockey, but teaching them about life, and and uh, they do a great job in in that respect too. So, yeah, they they've left some big shoes to fill, or Scott has. Um, and we'll hope to fill that with, with another quality person and, and get those numbers back to where they need to be because uh, that's going to be a challenge in the next couple years because there's a couple classes that don't have a lot of kids playing hockey. So, um, you know, we'll look to continue to build on, that, on this success and, and get back to where we want to get to. 
Moving into, uh, let's get into the last couple sports here that come to mind is uh, Nordic Skiing and Dance, and just talk a little bit about those two programs and how they've come along this year. Yeah, second year of Nordic Skiing, and, and Terry Olson has those kids excited, and uh, you know Terry is such a blast to be around, and the kids kids love being around him, and you know that's that's one element of coaching but he's also so knowledgeable and and willing to sacrifice and and give to kids and um yeah so we had some success there with with Bjorn Brunsberg doing very well at the section meet and you know again that's another class uh, sport where it's all one class and uh, we're definitely one of the smaller schools to offer it and um, just one of those lifelong sports and um, just excited to see where that program continues to head and the way it's going we might be able to do it in June Um, and then dance Maddie Johnson her second year and uh, the program continues to grow and and the expectations and what I really appreciate about Maddie is just the the goal setting that she does with the girls and uh, setting those realistic goals where improvement and getting better every day and and they've definitely done that and um, can't say enough about the job she's doing and uh, we look for that program to continue to grow as well. Norm, anything else you want to mention as the activities director about this winter sports season? Uh, anything else that uh, you want to mention that we didn't talk about? Well, I would just say this. Uh, Wadena Deer Creek, uh, because of our location and because of our facilities, we get asked to do an awful lot. And uh, you look at this year, we had uh, subsection um, one-act play. We had section individual wrestling, dance section. We hosted eight Class 5A uh, boys and girls basketball games. We had our own eight double A game. We had our own uh, section hockey game. So we get asked to do an awful lot, and that doesn't happen without some great people. Uh, I can't say enough about our custodians. They're putting in the overtime so that we can host all these things. Um, all of our our table workers, our ticket takers. I I just like to say a huge thank you to them. Um, I think we put on a great tournament for teams, and I, I know. Uh, talking with the Nevis and the Browerville people last night that were here for the subsection 5A West Championship, and they love coming to Wadena Deer Creek, and that's a, a real reflection of the people that we have uh, doing this. So just like to thank them for all their hard work this winter, and we'll look forward to getting out sometime in middle of May or July and uh, playing some baseball and softball and track. That's the hope, and we'll <laughs> see uh, at least with uh, how much snow is outside. And I think as we're talking, there's more falling. Uh, so it's cruddy old. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if we just start thinking spring, then maybe. Uh, yeah, we, just we maybe. need something. We need, <laughs> I don't know what we need, but I, I'm getting my ice house ready for opening day of fishing. That's all. <laughs> that's all I got to say. So. Activities Director of Wadena Deer Creek Schools, Norm Gallant. Norm, appreciate you coming on throughout the winter, and we look forward to you in the next two, four, eight months or whenever it is when we can get you out here to talk spring. Yeah, everybody in the area that's listening, let's think warm thoughts, and maybe we can get all the snow gone and we can get the kids out doing what they love to do. Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director, Norm Gallant, on Wolverines Weekly. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll recap the boys' basketball season with Coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach Jordan Cressup will review the girls' basketball season as well. Coming up on our final edition of the winter sports season, Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. 
Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. And coach, season came to an end in Holly on Monday night. But uh, now that you've had a little bit of time to uh, think about the game, just uh, uh, what was your take? What do you think happened there? Hey, CJ. Uh, yeah, you know, it's always bittersweet when the season comes to an end. Um, you know, we ran into a really physical, big, tough Holly team that, um, you know, they can do a little bit of everything well. They can shoot the ball well. They can uh, rebound the ball very well. Um, and we were we just weren't able to match their physicality. Um, so ended up coming up short, losing by 20. Um, but the boys had a, had a great season and uh, nothing to hang our heads about. You know, and in that game, you had a nice little run right before halftime, got within uh, single digits, thought, uh, you know, maybe you guys had a chance to to get in a little bit closer. But at the same time, a very tough Holly team, like you said. I thought there were a few players who did a nice job. Uh, Teshi Lore as well had some very, very tough drives uh, through some of those big Holly guys. So I thought he was one of the guys who who played really well in that game. Is that kind of what you saw as well? Yeah, we had, uh, they, I think Holly called a timeout actually with like three and a half minutes or so to go in the first half. Um, and at that point, I think we were down like 16 or 18 or something like that. Um, and we really challenged the boys to get some stops and try to get the game within seven at halftime. Um, you know, when we battled, we got some stops, made some big shots, big, made some big plays. Um, and I think we trailed it by eight at halftime. Um, so I was really proud of the boys to answer that challenge. Um, kind of talking in the locker room at halftime, we just kind of said like, hey, the shell shock's off now. You know you can play with them. You just proved it the last four minutes. Um, but like you said, we just couldn't get over the hump uh, in the second half. And yeah, definitely Tushy Lore was a was a huge um pickup for us. Um he's one of those guys that, you know, when you look at a lot of the Holly dudes, uh they're all some pretty well built guys that have spent a lot of time in the weight room. Um and if you look at our team, you know, Tushy Lore resembles a, a kid that would look about that same build and stature, um, where, you know, it's not a I don't think it's a coincidence that he was able to have a su- successful game, um, going inside and battling with some of those big bodies because he's He's putting the time in the weight room to, to be able to match that physicality. Um, you know, and after the game, we talked to the rest of the boys and well, the whole team about how we just need to make uh, kind of the weight room and getting bigger and stronger a priority going into our next season. Um, just because we know maybe around um, our area here with a lot of like the conference games and whatnot, we can maybe get away with not being as physically um, built or as big as um, we maybe are or could be. Um, but once we get in the section, it seems like every single year uh, it, it's the same conversation that teams are just bigger and faster and stronger than us where we got to really uh, devote some time into the weight room and hopefully we can see results of that. And now as you take a, a step back and a very successful season for Wadena Deer Creek Boys Basketball, you got to 20 wins on the year. As you take a step back now and look at this season as a whole, what are your thoughts? What do you think went well? What do you think are some things you want to improve on or some things you thought could have went better? Uh, overall, how's your feeling on this season? Uh, overall, it was a great year. Uh, you know, we always, as coaches, we always kind of just do a pregame, or not a pregame, a preseason, like uh, just a guess or whatever you want to call it, where we go through the schedule and mark down wins and losses. Um, and the 20 wins absolutely uh went past my win total. I think I had us at like 18 just in the preseason. So I'm uh, really proud of the boys. Um, you know, I think it was a, a school record tying or boys boys basketball record tying season with 20 wins, um, you know, where it's just something to be remarkably proud of. Uh, looking at the last 10, 15 years of Wolverine basketball, uh, not only has finding um, a 500 team been something that's just not a given, but also teams getting double-digit wins 
just hasn't happened um, at the rate of success like we'd like to see. And uh, a 21 season is huge. Um, another big uh, exciting piece for us about that is that really um, we have six great seniors and six guys. They're all phenomenal dudes. Um, but as far as like of a lot of minutes played, um, really only two guys were eating up a lot of minutes as seniors where a majority of our, our guys are back for next year. So we know there's definitely some things we got to work on in the off season. Um, but I think as far as the this year's sophomores and juniors, they took huge steps forward, got a lot of uh, valuable varsity experience, and we're hoping to work on some things over the summer and be ready to go again next winter. Next winter. Well, who do you think is one of the players on this team that really had a, a breakout season? Somebody who was like, yeah, maybe they'll get a few minutes here and there and really exploded in their role, or somebody who was going to be a playmaker for you that stepped up and became that? Uh, who is somebody that you thought uh, really kind of took a big step this year? Uh, I think we could list off several guys here. Um, one uh, that sticks off the top of my head would be Kobe Snyder. Um, he was a kid that didn't start, like wasn't in the starting lineup for the first handful of games, um, but proved to us pretty quickly that he belonged in that starting lineup um, and had a lot of success doing so. Uh, Kobe had a great year uh, as a sophomore, um, scoring a bunch of points for us, And but more importantly, he was our lockdown defender. We put him on um, other teams' best players, best guard, um, specifically, and more times than not, he shut him down. Um, you know, and that's something that you just, you know, that defensive tenacity and uh, the ability um, to be able to do that isn't something you can take for granted and just teach every single kid out there um, where we're going to, his instincts, that's something we just love. Um, so that's one guy that uh, really took a huge step. Another guy I thought was Nate Peterson. Um, he was kind of one of those guys that played just JV last year and was one of those players that we were thinking all right if he could have a big year that'd be solid for us um you know one big year before his senior year um and he exceeded our expectations big time um he was he was uh a little undisciplined at times which we could expect or um thought we would expect with uh this really being his first varsity experience but uh, overall i think he was a big breakout guy for us um our our seniors all of our seniors that uh, played valuable minutes, they, they showed the leadership that uh, that comes with just being a senior. Um, and then, of course, Peyton, Church, and Teshi Lohr, who kind of we knew coming in that they had to be the scorers for us and carry the offense. Uh, they definitely did that for us all year long. Um, so a lot of great pieces and a lot of great um, teammates and team players on this squad that uh, we're excited that they've grown up a lot and we're excited to see where they go next year. You've mentioned coach your seniors on this team. Uh, if you can, just uh, name them all off for us and just talk about how much they've meant to this program. Yeah, seniors, um, in no particular order, Isaac Common, uh, Philip Ross, Imani Hammond, uh, Nicholas Briggs, Dylan Worth, and Chetou Lore. Uh, all six of those guys are just phenomenal dudes. Uh, like I told the guys in the locker room after the game, um, they're all very selfless guys that, at the end of the day, all they care about is winning. Uh, they want the team to be successful, and a lot of them, um, you know, there's really Phil and Isaac got a lot of minutes, and the other guys probably didn't get as many minutes as they would have hoped for. Uh, but throughout the season, not one complaint from any of those guys, um, nothing but positive remarks about how we can get the team better. And, you know, that's just something you don't, you don't see very often, um, having a big group of seniors that are very selfless and just want the team to be successful and want the team to win and put their own individual success to kind of the backseat. Um, so I can't thank those guys enough for everything that they've, they've done from that. Um, you know, those, these are all guys that have been with the program for 
ever since they were really, really little. Um, you know, if you look at individual, individually guys like um, Chateau Lore, who, you know, just hasn't maybe found the court as often, but he's one of those kind of leader-type guys that you find um, in practices and in the locker room that he just understands the game and understands the way it should work. Uh, maybe doesn't always translate in his game, but he knows exactly the spots to be and where to be, and he's always giving us coaches ideas and different things that he's seeing. So that's something you're going to miss. Um, Dylan Worst is another guy that can just go down, down low in practice and bully guys around. Um, Dylan's a great kid, a fun kid to have around, and he's always in an upbeat, excited attitude, um, which you're going to miss too. Nicholas Briggs is another kind of leader-type guy that – um, you know, a lot of people, it maybe goes unnoticed, but he was a captain for us this year, and the captain captains are all voted on uh, based off their peers, and that just shows the respect that he had in our locker room from all the other guys. Um, you know, minutes played, put aside, he's just one of those guys that um, is very level-headed and uh, understands the game of basketball and just an all-around great guy. We're, we're going to miss him a lot, too. Um, Imani Hammond had a couple years off from us, um, but came back this year, um, completely clean slate, and uh, he was one of the guys I gave a huge, huge hug to late yesterday in the locker room, um, just telling him how proud I am of him uh, for everything he's got going on in his life. And it's been uh, great to see with him just having a, a great, great four months with us. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Then you got Philip Ross, who has put in a ton of time over the years uh, to improve his game and to get to where he's at um, as a player. Um, and that, uh, the same thing, he's one of those guys that, not only does he get opportunities to go and play and, and show that he's successful, but he's also a great um, teammate. Uh, there's been times where maybe he's not playing as much as he would have liked, but he's the first guy when you rewatch film that he's standing up and clapping and cheering on his teammates on the bench where you just don't get that every day. And then the the last one with Isaac Common is one of those guys that finally uh, this year we got a full season out of him um, with his back injuries kind of being done, uh, you know, and it was phenomenal. It was one of those things where it's just kind of bittersweet that, he didn't get more um, varsity experience with his junior year and maybe even his sophomore year due to his back injury stuff. But he's one of those guys that just has great instincts, um, not only in basketball but in every sport he plays, where those are things that you just can't teach. And to him being the the leader on this team as well, he's a guy that it was another captain that you know guys just look up to and wanted to emulate Isaac Dunn only because of kind of the person he was, but just his work ethic. And uh, he was always – one of the first ones in the gym, one of the last guys leaving the gym and uh, always working his butt off. So all six of those guys, absolutely great dudes that are going to be missed and left a big impact on this uh, program. And now as we take our way too early look into next year, Coach, what's your outlook on the 2023-2024 Wadena Deer Creek Wolverine boys basketball team? Uh, yeah, exactly like you said, CJ, a super early outlook. Us only being a couple days to remove from the playoff game, but um, the big picture, uh, we're looking for a huge summer out of these guys. And uh, of our starting lineup from our playoff game, we returned four starters. Uh, and both guys that came off the bench in the playoff game here at Hawley are, are back as well. So you could argue that six of our, I mean, not argue, I mean, six of our top eight guys this year that were in the big rotation are all back who gained a ton of experience. Um, Peyton Church and Teshi Lohr, who have been playing meaningful minutes and starting since they were sophomores um, are, and they also play a little bit as freshmen, but they're, they're now seniors. Um, so hopefully with a, a full summer under their belts going to their senior year, they've matured and grown a lot. Um, you got guys that finally got some varsity experience in Lyric Haug um, and Nate Peterson that are, and Kobe Snyder who got some last year, but not a ton 
Um, but those guys getting a full year of varsity experience under the belt, uh, that's one of those things that I think we talked early this year about, uh, you know, that experience. You just can't, you can't teach that. You just have to get it. You have to gain the experience. And those guys having a full year under their belt um, hopefully will bring a ton of confidence to them next year. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where I think even our bench guys that didn't get to play a ton this year, um, them just being around and seeing the success uh, that we had as a team, you know, hopefully we'll just breed more success for next year. Um, but if I had to make any big, bold predictions, I'd like to think that we're going to be, um, you know, pushing for another 20-win season if we can stay healthy and we can play to our ability. Um, this, this is a group of juniors that every year they've played since they were in third grade, they've competed and competed really, really well and won a ton of games. Um, it's a group of going to be seniors next year that uh, they hate to lose and they'll they'll do just about anything not to lose. So it should be a really, really fun year. Um, competitive practices, competitive everything, because that's just the, the type of team that we got. So we're looking forward to it. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. And, Coach, we've appreciated the time that you've given us all throughout the season as we've gotten to know your team and talked about it through the ups and the downs and the uh, 20 wins that you guys have had this season. It was fun to follow you, Coach, and look forward uh, again to talking with you next winter as we get ready to recap that next season. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been a great year. appreciate you guys doing the, the talk show here for us for gifts, giving, giving us an opportunity to be able to shout out our guys. So thank you very much. It's Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg and wrapping up a 20-win season, a very successful year for his team. And like he said, have a lot of guys returning who he expects to take a step up and build off the success that they had this year. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back on Wolverines Weekly, we'll chat with head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip as he recounts the section final matchup against Purim, his season outlook, and his thoughts for next year. That's all coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. And coach, season came to an end, but in the Section 8 AA final game. And just recap how that game went. How do you think your team played in that matchup? Yeah, we ran into a, a very tough Perm team. Um, we knew it would be a, a huge challenge for us and, you know, all facets of the game. They have a, a really good team, really well coached. And first half was, was a bit of a struggle for us. Uh, I think we had... 15, 16 turnovers there in the first half and uh, gave up a lot of offensive rebounds and firm kind of, you know, took it to us right away in that first half. But, uh, you know, just told our kids at half, you know, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down fighting. So I feel like our, our response in the second half was uh, was much better. You know, we got it within seven at a couple points there. Um, so to be able to battle back and, and find ourselves, you know, back in the game was, was ultimately what we're proud of, and uh, you know it's uh, it was a tough first half, but you know we uh, we fought our way back into it, which was pretty cool to see. Yeah, and you know actually you won the second half, and and that's uh, uh, based on the way you started. You know, like you said, a good turnaround, and they responded well at halftime. What were some of those things that you saw in the second half? Uh, your team tighten up on a little bit to help you pull and, and get that game closer towards the end. Yeah, I think first off, we, we took care of the ball a lot better in that second half. You know, we weren't as panicky, we weren't as, uh, you know, we weren't making rushed or quick decisions. Um, 
you know, against a Perm team, you can't can't be doing those things. They uh, they pressure the ball really well. They have really good defenders, and they turn those turnovers into quick points. And and that was the biggest thing. Second half is, is we took care of the ball, and we were able to get get shots up. And we uh, were fortunate enough to, to hit a couple, and um, and then we got a few stops defensively. You know, so I think we ended up giving up 16 points in the second half. So the effort defensively was there, and then uh, we took much better care of the ball. And so as you look back on not just this game, but back on the playoff run and everything that goes into it, I mean, for you guys to be an 11 seed and to win your first playoff game would have been you know good enough, but to, to win as much as you did and get to the section uh, final game and to be that close away from the state tournament, how fun is that now getting a few days removed to look back on it? Yeah, it's, it, was a, it was a heck of a, heck of a run, um, heck of a ride, um, a lot of fun enjoying it with with a really a great group of kids and that's kind of the biggest thing is um they all get get along really well together they have a, a really strong bond on and off the court and um you know when you have that you're able to have this sort of success it's, it's really cool to see them you know their, their hard work pay off you know over the years and um really see them believe in themselves and believe in each other and you know come together really you know here down the stretch and you know have have great crowds and experience, experience the environment of, of playoff basketball. It's, uh, it's, uh, there's nothing like it. So, um, yeah, we, we enjoyed it. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll look back at, at these memories for, for a long time. And, you know, with that playoff run and the success and everything that comes with it, there are things that we've talked about all season long and uh, about that you want your team to improve on and saying, you know, we feel like we have stuff here, we just want to get better in these certain areas. And for to see your team come together and really tighten up in a lot of those uh, spots we talked about all season long, Coach, uh, how great is it to see your team, one, just come together like that, but also to have that kind of reinforced that, you know, next year when you talk about things and when you guys try and improve throughout the season, that uh, there's kind of that, what they did at the end of this season to help reinforce that. Yeah, it's really, really gratifying. Um, you know, like you, t- like you said, we had all these, these this emphasis of, you know, taking care of the ball and, and shot selection, you know, throughout the entire year for, for us to really hone in on those things you know, through these, these last couple weeks of the season um, and for it to pay off with, with a, a couple big-time wins is, is really good, and it's really good for, for buying in, into the program. Um, we got a lot, of, a lot of young kids coming up um, that see that and experience it firsthand, whether they're, they're playing or not. You know, they're still uh, listening to, you know, the ideas that we put out to them, and, um, you know, it's, it's really gratifying for sure. And so as you look back on this now, and, and your two seniors, Allie Pavick and Maddie Karsten, have officially uh, retired now as, as girls basketball players, uh, what is that? Uh, what is it like, and what have those two meant to your program? They've, they've brought a ton. Um, you know, they're, they're both great leaders. They both have sacrificed a ton for the program. They both work incredibly hard, great work, work ethic, and um, they know how to practice well and practice hard and, and compete and um you know they're they're great role models for our for our younger kids to look up to. So definitely some big shoes to fill with with both of them, um, with our younger kids coming up. I think you look at Maddie and Allie; they both have had their fair share of adversity through, you know, injuries and and everything, you know, and, and different roles throughout the, the past couple of years. But you know they they stuck it out. They stuck it out. They've been with the program. They've been you know cheering on their teammates. They've been encouraging their teammates. They've been um, all about the team, you know, throughout the last 
their whole careers and, and um, for them to leave that sort of legacy is, is fantastic to have and um, we'll definitely miss them and they'll be successful to whatever they choose to do in life. And now as we take a look towards your team for the future, you had a very young group outside of those two seniors. So uh, give me your way too early outlook for the 2023-2024 Wadena Deer Creek girls basketball team. <laughs> yeah, it is It is early, but like you said, we uh, we got a lot of kids coming back. Um, you know, and we're, we're young. We're young overall, but we still had some, some experienced players. So we got some experience coming back, um, but we have – some roles to fill that is for sure we've we've got uh you know there's maddie and Allie. they're both starters so we got to fill in those those two starters and we got to find some some bench players some depth you know um you know going into next season you know we have to 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 get into the gym here in the in the spring summer and get a lot of shots up and you know hone our skills and uh really step into some some bigger roles for those younger kids and you know are are they up for it i think so um so it's going to be a, a lot of, you know, let's let's figure it out and let's let's work hard and everything will kind of fall into place. And does having a postseason run like this, do you already kind of notice the, uh, that excitement for next year, that little momentum that doesn't carry when the regular season gets here, but for sure does carry through the the summertime and those off season programs and workouts? Yeah, it, it definitely helps. Um, it's a huge a huge motivator for those younger kids to to experiment experience that atmosphere and experience the, you know, the pregame hype video before the section championship. And hopefully they're saying, you know, I want to be on that, on that highlight film, you know, before, before a game in the years to come. So um, definitely a huge motivator. Um, You know, there's some exciting things coming ahead, but we also have, we have a lot of work to do and there's still a lot of talent coming back within the section. Um, You know, a lot of a lot of teams will be good again next year, so we're going to have to to work hard and, and really earn it. And as you look into this offseason for yourself as a coach and trying to get your team ready through these offseason programs, uh, is there anything you have planned or is there any kind of emphasis you're telling your team as you go through uh, the summer months and try and get ready for next season? Yeah, it's going to be a, a lot of the same. You know, a lot of our kids are in different sports. You know, they're in softball and volleyball and uh, cross country or whatever it may be. So they have busy schedules. We'll, we'll, we'll work on our skills, you know, as much as we can. We'll get in the gym, get a lot of shots up. You got the weight training and then, um, you know, leagues and, and tournaments we'll, we'll play and try and get them as much experience as, as possible throughout the summer. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressup. And, Coach, a successful season for you guys. It was fun to follow along, and especially through that playoff run, and get to talk with you throughout the course of the season. So we uh, enjoy the time. We appreciate your time, and we look forward to talking with you again in the fall as we uh, look forward to next season. Awesome. Thank you, CJ. Appreciate your coverage. The underdog season may have come to an end, but still a highly, highly successful year for the 11-seeded Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines, who, as we just talked about with Coach Cressup, has a lot of youth movement, and there's a lot of excitement building in that Wadena Deer Creek girls basketball program for the next few years.
Well, now that's it. We've talked all the coaches. We've recapped all the seasons. And I think that means that Wolverines Weekly is going to go on a bit of a pause for the next couple weeks. And we'll see how long Mother Nature wants to keep us away from spring as the spring sports begin practices, but games and and meets still a, a long ways away right now. So we're going to take a break for Wolverines Weekly for the next few weeks. And we'll let you know when we come back. But we've appreciated all the coaches for their time whether it's basketball, wrestling, hockey, uh, Nordic skiing, dance, any other thing in between. And we appreciate all the athletes for giving us time to talk as well. Norm Gallant, the AD, and everybody at the Wadena Deer Creek School, and all you guys for listening. We've appreciated it so, so much. This has been Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.